Hello friends, what's up? I hope you all are doing well. My name is Sanji and you are listening to Improve Listening English Podcast. This episode is entitled as A Healthy White Paper Beginning, an editorial from the Hindu newspaper Hebiko. Tamil Nadu's analysis of its financial situation is erudite and honest and could help steer the state back on track. The finance minister of Tamil Nadu, Pallanival Thyaga Rajan, on Monday unveiled a 112-page white paper on the fiscal situation of the state. It is perhaps a first in recent times that a state government in India has published an erudite and honest analysis of its economic and financial situation, which is laudable. The Lockdown But for citizens of the state, it was not good news. The report essentially said that the state is deep in debt, with falling revenues, rising expenditure, and declining investments. The average family in the state pays roughly 1 lakh rupees in all taxes every year to the state and the union government and received 1.6 lakh worth of subsidies and services, healthcare, transport, education, water, power, etc. every year. The gap between revenues and expenditure is funded through loans and the state carries a consolidated debt of 2.6 lakh per family. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin has an wondrous responsibility to pull the state out of this dire financial situation that has been made even worse by the COVID-19 pandemic. As the white paper summarizes, the only solution is for the state government to raise more revenues and be more efficient to in expenditure, but that is easier said than done. Any state government raises revenues through tax and non-tax services, with typically more than three quarters coming from direct and indirect taxes. But after the introduction of the goods and service tax, elected state government in India don't have the power to raise income or sales tax revenues on their own and are beholder to the union government. These constitute the bull of tax revenues. Under state control, taxes on property, fuel, and alcohol are the only remaining domains that are under the direct control of the state government. But the Narendra Modi government has already burdened the average Tamilian with 32 to 33 rupees of sales on petrol and diesel, which it collects for itself and doesn't share with the state government. It is thus virtually impossible for any state government to levy any more fuel taxes on people. So, realistically, the only immediate option available for Mr. Stalin to raise additional revenues is through property taxes, which is what the white paper justifiable audience do. Property taxes are progressive and fair since they don't impact the poor as much as the rich. The white paper argues that there is gross undercollection of property taxes by the urban local bodies due to non-revision of property tax rates, improper arrangements and undervaluation. The 2016-17 Economic Survey of India, authored by the then 
Chief Economic Advisor to the Modi government and a current member of Stalin's Economic Advisory Council Arvind Subramanian had a detailed chapter on property taxes that used innovative techniques of satellite images of build up areas or buildings in a city and estimated that in urban cities such as Chennai there is potentially to collect 4 to 7 times more in property taxes than is being collected today the white paper acknowledges such a large untapped potential of property tax collection so vociferously that it repeats this phrase multiple times focus on local bodies more encouragingly the white paper also highlights the importance of the devolution of powers to local bodies the kerala model of efficient social welfare and disaster handling is much quoted by police economists policy economists much of it is on to the robust local body governance infrastructure of kerala as the white paper illustrates it is no coincidence that kerala has the highest allocation of expenditure for local body councils among all the states of india tamil nadu ranks second and enabling local governments to garner additional resources through more property taxes will further strengthen local body administration in tamil nadu beyond improving property tax collection there is not much else that the tamil nadu government can do to raise revenues on its own in a gst resume save for some disinvestments over the longer run covid-19 has tempted economic growth severely in tamil nadu and the rest of the country such crises typically call for an expansion of government spending to propel an economic recovery through what economists call a keynesian multiplier effect surprisingly growth in tamil nadu's revenue expenditure has been declining over the last 5 years while capital expenditure has been reasonably steady issue of subsidies gst spoke the white paper raises concern over the large amount of subsidies incurred in power water and transportation while there may be some room for efficiency gains in subsidy expenditure through better targeting it may perhaps be a bit risky to cut subsidies or expenditure drastically during a pandemic induced economic crisis covid-19 has not only ravaged most economies across the world but also sharply exacerbated inequalities between the rich and the poor within countries and across poor people have suffered far more than the well to do and it is the poor that benefit the most from subsidies if any most economists argue for greater capital expenditure by the government to tide over the current precarious economic situation higher public investment in infrastructure has been the time tested economic cure for such crises expenditure in management will call for a debt balancing act by mr pallanivel thyaga rajan to improve expenditure efficiency without sacrificing the positive 
multiplier impact of government expenditure. The real bugbear in India's fiscal federalism has been GST. It is now safe to conclude that GST has been a political, economic, and administrative disaster with none of the touted economic benefits coming to fruition and fracturing union state relations in the process. The White Paper is absolutely correct in questioning the future of GST and raising genuine concerns over its viability. The only case for GST to continue now seems to be similar to the Churchillian case of for democracy. It is the worst except for all other forms. Ironically, it was Mr. Stalin's father, Mr. Karunanidhi, as the chief minister of Tamil Nadu in 2009, who objected to the introduction of GST and warned of a daring leap of faith about its potential in a letter to then Prime Minister Dr. Manmohan Singh. Since the time of Chief Minister Gamaraj in 1960s, Tamil Nadu has been the torchbearer of inclusive economic development in the country. With its unique model of generous state welfare, copious private investment and efficient public services. The white paper clearly articulates how the last few years have been an aberration causing Tamil Nadu to wheel off that track. Chief Minister Stalin and his government have an enormous and an adverse responsibility to steer the state back on track. They are off to a sincere start and hopefully Mr. Pallanevel Thyagarajan will be able to release a pink paper in 2015 to showcase Tamil Nadu in the pink of economic health. Thank you for listening friends. Have a nice day.